Welcome back to the good stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindicue, the good news guy. Uh, it's Tuesday and you guys have tuned in to what can only be called Cliff Central's happy hour. We bring you all of the news from around the world, all the good stuff that's trending on social media, those good news stories to, to make you feel better about your day. And if you ever just need a bit of a pick me up, you can tune in on a Tuesday or catch up with all the old podcasts. Uh, got to do with the good stuff. And today we have an epic show for you. I've got a very good friend of mine, Kevin, coming in. He's been on here before as a guest co-host. He's the editor and I would say, what, owner and inspiration behind (laughs) Tyler Magazine. Um, He'll be guest co-hosting today. And uh, our focus today then is all about the good life because Kevin definitely knows all about the good life. So definitely a happy hour. Kevin, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing? It's good. It's weird to call you Kevin. Yeah. that's not my standard. No, no. No. We're a lot more colloquial, actually. Totally. So when Kevin and I are not, are not in studio or being professional, <laughs> um, a lot of our friends call him Shmev, and we, no one knows why. <laughs> no. No, no one, one of why. our good friends just uh, coined the, the phrase, and it's stuck. Stuck with a lot of friends. So. It has stuck. And we, I like it. The other day, I think you actually introduced yourself I as Shmev, yeah. which is uh, mm. to you become Shmev. <laughs> but yes, he is the editor and inspiration behind a great digital magazine called Tyler. Uh, he launched it here... And that's the last time you were in studio. Yeah. Nearly two months ago, can you believe? No. Yeah. 27th of Jan. That's wild. Yeah. Time has flown by. I don't know where this year is going. I mean, we are already in... <laughs> Nearly April. That's scary. Uh-huh. Flippin' scary. But yes, yeah, so you launched your, your new online magazine. How's it been going since then? Brent, it has been going unbelievably well. It's actually scary how well-received the mag has been. Um, you know, it's... Uh, Thanks with thanks to, to the online platform. I think, you know, if I had to turn around and said, all right, I'm printing a brand new luxury lifestyle magazine for men and here we go. The uptake might not have been as good. Um, launching on a platform like Cliff Central, uh, you know, just, uh, support of everybody I know from clients to friends to family to, to absolutely everybody just logging on and sharing and engaging with the content. Um, my first round of readership stats came through and it was triple what I expected them to be. So, wow. so I'm stoked. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's the thing about going digital. Um, and we've certainly learned that at Cliff Central is that it, it, it opens you up to, to such a broader audience mm. and people from all over the globe can tune in. Um, we, we are, we're streaming live now, which I told you on Meerkat. Yeah. And last week we did the same. And there were people that were tuning in from Tampa and from Ireland and from all over the place. Mm. Um, and it's a re- like, it's just really cool. And it's the same for you. Absolutely. You, you've yeah. got this digital fl- platform where you're not just localized to one target area mm. or one target market. Mm. You are Literally speaking to the world. Worldwide. And it, 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 it's showing. You know, I, I log on to, to an analytics tool with Google. Yes. Um, and I can pick up and I can see basically kind of down to the street where these people are living. That's a little Big bit scary. brothers watching. <laughs> um, where these guys are, are logging in and reading. And it's, I mean, it's all over. It's Russia, Singapore, uh, Singapore, um, the UK, America is a very big market. So where, so it, on your digital platform, and you said you're using Google Analytics, where is the majority of your readers coming from? South Africa. Thank you. Africa. Yeah, of course. The South African. Yeah. They're loyal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, South Africa first, and then very, very close second, funny enough, is the United States. But okay. I just think it's because they're such a big market. You know, they're such a big it's online so, yeah, market. So, totally. so readership there catches up, which is good for me. I'm not complaining. It's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and when you launched the magazine, you, and do we call it a magazine? Because it's digital. What do we call it? Yes.
Yes, I I call it a I call it a magazine because it's it features magazine content. Yes, it's not a, a you know a, a, a book with pages that you can turn. Um, it's not even a PDF viewer online. It's actually essentially in the form of a blog. So people might want to call it a blog, um, but it's it's a little it goes a little bit further than a blog in that it's at the, there's a couple of opinion pieces and different categories, different sections. So so I call it a magazine, and it's working well as a, a digital online. Magazine, magazine website and when you launched you, you you launched it with this big competition yes which was a all expenses paid trip to Mauritius pretty much to yeah. Lux Resorts yeah I think Lux I, Resorts uh, Grand Gorb see I'm not ba- I'm not yeah, bad on my research memory. or my memory <laughs> we're, we're on the same page um, so you gave away this crazy prize has has that been picked up have they gone It uh, they haven't gone yet no we did the draw uh, about a month ago yeah and uh, the lucky winner was a guy by the name of Sean who uh, I phoned personally to congratulate Congratulate him when he won. Was he stoked? Um, he could not stop laughing at me. And I didn't know if he maybe thought that I was just joking or he was a bit hysterical. And then he eventually said, listen, I'm in a meeting. I'm going to have to phone you back and hung up. What? So um, I think he was just a little bit shocked. But yeah, he's going to be taking his vacation. It's a, a trip for two to Lux Resorts. Um, so this, jealous. This I should have entered. Yeah, you should have. Damn, <laughs> damn. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so... That's one thing that I can go back to is giving South Africans free stuff. Mm. It hardly works. Everybody thinks there's some sort of terms and conditions oh, that's, yeah. that's attached to it. Yeah. So him laughing at you is a direct, that's South Africa in a nutshell. Mm. That's yeah. how we, that's Skeptical. how we roll. Skeptical. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I even got entries into the competition saying, is this legit? You know, it's too good to be true. You're a launch, you're, a, you've just launched this website and you're giving away this competition. It was valued at 75,000 rand. And um, these guys were kind of like a couple of males came came through saying, "This is, you know, what's what's the catch? What do we have to pay for here, really?" For those for those that are listening that might not be from South Africa, Mauritius is like our Bahamas. It's like Ooh, yeah. Hawaii, yeah. And uh, it's it's a magical magical place where where you can shoot over. It's like a three or four hour flight, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's island living yeah. to the max. Yeah, and it's close. You know, you're not crossing huge amounts of time zones or long flights. It's uh, Air Mauritius is is the main carrier. They get you there. Um, it's a quick little four-hour flight across, and it's paradise. Really, it's paradise That's all year incredible. round. Absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, so last week, we'll catch up. Your St. Patrick's Day. Did you do anything? I actually didn't. No. 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 Shamedly. That's terrible. I, I was busy. I'll, I'll say I was busy working. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to keep the, the wheels of the economy uh, rolling, I, I suppose. Well, the, the last good stuff was, uh, was on St. Patrick's Day and I had Nikki in studio who's English and, uh, I made the mistake of, of thinking that she had Anything to do with it. She was, she was quite distraught mm. that I believed that she knew anything about St. Patrick's Day. Um, but we managed to, to, to find a little Irish bar that, uh, had a table. Yeah. We could actually get in there. Yeah. Um, packed live music. I ate green mash. Oh, wow. They turned their mash green. Mm-hmm. And we drank green beer and danced to Irish songs, which was super That's awesome. Rad. Yeah. It's a cool holiday. Yeah. I read a very interesting article that a lot of what we celebrate with St. Patrick's Day actually has nothing to do with Ireland at all. Well, that's what I read as well when, yeah. I, when I was asking Nikki about it. I had to actually Google what St. Patrick's Day was about because I had no flipping clue. Mm. <laughs> you know, no, for I me don't. it's green beer and green yeah, mash, and yeah, it's and, actually and, not. Um, and those uh, those lucky, what's it, the four leaf clover? Four clover. Yeah. And actually, it's a, it's a patriotic Christian something else. <laughs> he brought Christianity to Ireland, from what I understand. Oh, okay, and yeah. that's where it all sort of comes from. Yeah. And now we celebrate by drinking and wearing green things. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. Um, so it is Tuesday, and. Um, we had our staff party last night. We do it once a month. 
where we all get together and we do a sort of catch up on what's going down on Cliff Central, uh, what's been happening. There is a bit of booze involved because uh, you have to. Of course. If you look in the fridge, there's actually beers left I over. I saw as I walked in, actually. <laughs> yeah. I knew there were remnants of a party here. So, yeah, we had that last night. And uh, every every month we have a sort of top 10 list of the top 10 shows. And for those of you that might be tuning in for the first time, Cliff Central is amazing. And I'm not saying that because I'm on it. <laughs> it has such a good... Diverse range of shows. And, uh, they, they did the countdown and uh, 10, 9, 8. And, and you won't believe it because of you, Oaks, who are all tuning in and listening. Mm. We came in at number fourth Ooh, out of all nice. the shows, which is so rad. Nice. Congratulations. Rad. I don't think That's it's awesome. It's not just me. It's, it's about the content. I got really cool content from guys like you that come in and oh, talk about you. the good stuff that you're doing in the good All life. the guys on your show actually are, are It's are super cool. Yeah. And, uh, and definitely to all the listeners and the guys downloading the podcast, it's a cool accolade. I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm making change, which is super <laughs> rad. No. I said to you earlier, um, off air, you know, it goes to show that there is a place for good news. And yes, we we see a lot of, of the bad stuff on air or, or you know, on our newspapers. Anywhere news, you look, whatever. Smiv, yeah, and it's, it's that the world is surrounded by, yeah. by cuck news. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's what we, we consume every day. Yeah. So if, if I can shed a little light and bring a couple of good news stories, then it's all for the better. Yeah. And it goes to show, I mean, if your show is fourth most, most popular, then obviously people are listening and enjoying the content. Thank you guys. <laughs> so because it is the good stuff and uh, we want to bring you the good news stories from around the world, uh, let's do a little catch up of, of what's been going on in social media. I'm meant to do just like a little top five here and get you get you into grips with what's happening in the world. But I've actually found two stories this morning that are just epic. So we're going to do a top seven. I'm going to start at an, and it's a no order because I don't want to say anybody's at the top or bottom. Yeah. But the first story that's really, really super interesting. It's sad, but it's also, um, I think she's, because she's being preventative, it's a good story. Angelina Jolie, I don't know if you remember last year, she had a mastectomy where she removed both her... Oh, uh, yes. So a, that, a kind of voluntary yes, mastectomy. It's, it's preventative. Preventative. Mm. And um, she's just released, as of yesterday, in the Entertainment Weekly, she's, she's told them that she's not finished. She's, she's preventing her body from getting cancer completely. And this year, she'll be going for a full hysterectomy and removing her ovaries as well. Oh, wow. Which I think is very responsible. Mm. If you know you're carrying that gene and you know that it's there um, and you can afford to do it, like do it. Yeah. And, and the good news and the, the reason why I find this is good stuff is because she's such a high profile celebrity. She's someone that is so up there on this pedestal. But she's, she's being a good example. Mm. There's a lot of women that are emotionally distraught, even men, people that have to lose their, their bits and, and sort of their pieces of their body mm. because of these cancerous diseases. And she, I think she gives them hope. For sure. And, and you know, like even, it, I think it's great that she's a celebrity with a, with a profile 
that she does and you know she can spread that message but also bear in mind that she's a mother of how many children i think it's about 75 now um so you know just at the core basis of a family you know she's got a family to look after and provide for and i think she needs uh, to be there. yeah you know to take that conscious step and prevent something like that it's going to save a lot of heartache you know should something bad happen or, or she fall ill you know if, if you can prevent that and stop it from happening i say why not I think it's, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I think just from a, a responsibility platform, she's really doing great mm. things. The second thing, um, which is also international moving into South African waters, new breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> it hasn't been signed yet, but apparently Madonna and Katy Perry are going to be coming to South Africa at the end of the year. Is that so? It's about time because Madonna has been threatening to come for a long time. Well, we don't know how true this is. Yeah. So there, there's a website called Cape Town Lately. Uh, that released this yesterday and I hope that they're not doing it to gain like PR value. Yes. Because I mean, we would love to see Madonna. Yeah. That's, she's never been to South Africa. Mm. I think it would be super rad. Yeah. And I think that she, uh, she's kind of nearing the end of her, um, tenure as the queen of pop. You know, she's, she's how I think in mid fifties now. 56. 56. 56. So, so she's, she's probably got some years still left on her, but I'm uh, going to say she, that, that's what the reports say that she's 56. <laughs> I could easily look at like 60, yeah. 70. You just don't know. No, you just don't. don't know. And also the amount of plastic surgery that she's had in the past couple of years as well. Can't be sure. Can't be sure. So yeah, so the, 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 I mean, via the grapevine, um, Cape Town lately have said that they're in talks and they are in the final stages of both Madonna and Katy Perry either finishing their tours because it's the worldwide tour starts now. Yeah. Um, they'll finish their tours off in South Africa. Excellent. Yeah, it'll be, I think it'll, it'll be a, a huge success, both of them. I think they both have a very large following here. Um, and what's nice is they, while they're both pop stars, they're very different in their, their kind of approach. And, their, and I would go to, I would go both of yeah, us. I would, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big groupie. I, mm. I would go to the opening of an envelope. <laughs> as long as, as long as something's going on. So yes, Madonna and Katy Perry, we'd love you to come to South Africa. If, uh, if you're listening and you've got any connections to get them here, please. Get it Do sorted. It. Yeah. Do it. The next story that I found, um, I just think is also very clever. Taylor Swift has bought all the dot porn domains as of yesterday. Yes, I heard that. Yeah. So she's taken it upon herself to not give people the advantage to own those domains. Mm. And she basically owns Taylor Swift dot everything. It's clever. It's clever. It really is clever. I know of companies in, in South Africa, or most probably in the world, but I know of people in South Africa who buy domains as soon as they come out yeah. and then sell them back to the corporates, mm. which is also clever. They make a fortune. I mean, they can sell, sell domains for a pretty penny if they want to. We need to get into this. Yeah. We need to find the next, <laughs> the next best domain because I think they've opened up like dot world or something right now. Is it? Why are all the dot coms taken? All the dot coms are done and uh, they've started moving into more, like dot org was a big yeah. one now. And now they're doing different sort of okay. segregating it even more very clever for a for a, a star like that i mean you obviously don't want your name associated with any kind of dot porn or dot whatever other than your official your unless, official unless you're a porn star yeah for a, sure you know, that's then, a different story <laughs> that's probably who's buying all of them up you know? <laughs> um, my next story comes also out of south africa uh, not a south african woman her name is i do have a chair georgina mm. and she jumped out of a plane 
last on the weekend in Cape Town. But that's not the story. The story is that she's a hundred years old. <laughs> wow. And she did it for her hundredth birthday. She jumped out of a plane and as she landed, she finished a bottle of champagne as well. I was going to say, did she survive? <laughs> yeah, she, she survived. She survived and she ticked one of her, her bucket lists and that uh, is incredible. at a hundred years old. I don't know how long, like I, I find the older I get, the more vertigo I get. Yes. Me, it's more afraid of heights as well. I know? used to be no yeah. problem. I could jump off anything. I did blow crowns, which is the highest bungee jump in the world. Huh? I actually did a swan dive off there. Like I just wasn't afraid. <laughs> yeah. But put me there now and I don't think I'd be able to yeah. do it. The knees begin buckling and yeah, you start feeling woozy. No, totally. <laughs> that's, that's cool though. I think for a hundred year old lady, you know, I was, I was reading the other day, there was, I wanted to see if anybody was still alive who lived in the 1800s. And they are, there's four people. Which to me is so so awesome because essentially they've seen three different centuries, and the the have they written books? They should write books, probably, yeah. Because that that what they've been through wars, yeah, um, everything, t- end of apartheid. There's so many things that have happened in that time, and just the technology growth, you know, must have been. Well, Scary. you, I mean, you, on, on your, your website, on your blog, on your, I'm going to call it a magazine because okay. that's what it is. On, <laughs> in your magazine, you do list a bunch of technology things mm. and technology ch- is changing rapidly compared to where we were 30 years ago. Yeah. It's yeah. worlds apart. Yeah. We're no, not, it is. It's, it's, it's scary. You know, if you are not, if you're submersed in it and you're not keeping up with it on a daily basis, it's unreal actually what what is coming out. And what is even more interesting is I find, I think that there's so much more behind the scenes that we don't even know of yet that is still to be released that would be mind-blowing now. Oh, totally. Um, but it's going to be mind-blowing in about five, ten years from now. These guys are just kind of tweaking and perfecting here and there. I, I was, it's almost obsessive. I was watching um, a bunch of videos of the Apple Watch. Yeah. Because I'm so flippin' excited mm. for the Apple Watch to hit our shores. Yeah. Uh, and I was watching all the stuff that it can do, and I, I'm, I'm going to be qu- quite obsessed when I get it because it's got that funny little ring thing that goes around your wrist yeah. that measures your walking and sitting Everything, and standing. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I can see I'm gonna go crazy, uh, and that's just the start of this technology yeah. of wearable technology. Yeah, which yeah I mean that's what for. it's been coined now, wearable tech. Yeah, and I believe I heard that Google Glass has kind of flopped. They've had to go back to the drawing board and sort out some issues. But the Apple Watch really is, you know, it's, uh, it's looking up. It's, it's, it looks awesome. Some of really the videos does. that I watch, they, they're changing the way that we communicate. So because it's on your wrist, it's, it's a lot more difficult to type a whole message yeah. on these little, like a little keyboard. Mm. So they now have got almost like a drawing so you can draw a tick or a, whatever you want to draw, mm-hmm. um, to send to somebody. And then you can also send your heartbeat. Oh wow. So if, if you go, uh, how fast are you running or whatever? I yeah. can send you my heartbeat so you can okay. see how okay. the heart, it's, it's, it's a different way of communicating. Yeah. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, I think, uh, I think online dating is going to change as well because it's like, how fast is your heart beating? <laughs> how much do you like me? Well, it's, it's elevated. <laughs> We're peaking. We're peaking. Um, just the final two stories. I found this, his name's Ryan Spencer. He lives in the States. He's been married to this woman for, uh, 16 years. 16 years they've been married and he found some of her old videos and they got a cassette player and whatever and he put it in and he was watching the video and he went that kid looks like me and he had actually been before they met 
years and years and years before they met. He'd actually been in the video oh, wow. at the same amusement park as his wife. And and they didn't know each other. That is awesome. They only met like 20 <laughs> years later. Yeah. And then he didn't know that for another 16 years that they were married. Oh, that is awesome. That is so cool. And that, I mean, that's old technology. I don't yeah. even know what I would do with a cassette tape or a, <laughs> a VCR. Yeah. My mom said the other day, I, I, she loves Dr. Four. And she was saying, I said to her, how do you, how do you get through the day? I mean, Dr. Phil is daytime TV. Mm. No, no, no. She tapes it. <laughs> and I was like, mm, you have an explorer. You record it. And she goes, no, no, we tape it. We tape it. It's just the difference <laughs> yeah. in how people talk oh, yeah. and how technology has changed. But I actually wrote an interesting article for another publication a, a couple of days ago about how technology, a certain sect of people who like technology are reverting back to the more simple. So Anna Winter, the editor of Vogue, was spotted a couple of months ago talking on a flip phone. Overnight, a whole bunch of mobile phone manufacturers are now Doing re-engineering a flip phone for 2015. Um, guys, you know, it, obviously it, it falls within the, the whole hipster side of things as well. Um, is that still going? Are people still hipster? I think it's I think it's phasing out. I kind of hope it is. It's not hipster to be hipster. No, anymore. yeah, it's a bit mainstream. <laughs> but having said that, I mean, you can buy you know little turntables for your vinyls now. Well, you this is there's there's actual shops uh, stores that are popping up all over South Africa where you can. Go in and buy these vinyl record players and then buy vinyls as well. Mm. For me, it's absolutely ludicrous. They only hold like four songs. (laughs) What kind of stupid crackly skippy songs? Stupid technology is that? (laughs) Yeah, but people like it, eh? It's a it's a throwback to to kind of a bygone era, I think. I think that's why some people enjoy the, the kind of romantic nature of it. But I don't know. I think just embrace technology and move forward. Move you know? forward. Imagine this show right now, right? If we were working on old technology, I would have to lug around crates <laughs> of music. Yeah. I'd have to be like, mm, what vinyl do we want to play today? <laughs> let, yeah. me, let me bring 30 yeah, so we can really make a hope that they're not scratched so they don't jump on air or skip or... See, we can't live like that. No. I no. like technology. No. I embrace it. I'm, I'm one of those... Um, the, the early adopters. Oh. So if something comes, I want it. Yeah. Just to figure out and see how it works yeah. and then move on. Make your own it. mind up, you know. If it's for you, then it's good. If not, then something else. Totally. Mm. All right. Well, when we get back, we're going to be speaking about the good life and lifestyle and all the good things that are going on. Cool. If you guys want to get involved with the conversation uh, with the good stuff, you can get in touch on 861 You can also send a message to our official WeChat account. It is live and I can see all your messages up on screen. So... uh Pull in and, and, and send us a message. You can also get in touch uh, on Twitter. I mean, we're all over the place. It's Kevin Taylor Six, number six, because he's that great. Uh, or you can get hold of us, Brent Q, CliffCentral.com. Or you can stream on Meerkat, which we've got a bunch of people watching right now. They're physically watching in studio. You can see the lounge over there. Everybody's in the lounge. Uh, and, um, yeah, if you want to get in touch, we want to hear from you. We'll be right back. This guy's just taken the, the scene by storm, and I'm absolutely loving the stuff that he's doing. It's Hold Back the River by James Bay. He is incredible. 
Um, very singer-songwriter. He reminds me a lot. He's like a futuristic version of, uh, Credence Clearwater Revival. Mm. I just feel that his music is so heartfelt. Same kind of vibe, yeah. I love the singer-songwriter, um, mu- music. Like, that's my type of music. I, I can put it in my car and drive for days just listening to it. Mm. No, it's, 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 I, I thought it, it had a bit of a, like a Ron Pope or, I don't know, one of those kind of indie guys. I love sound it. Sound it. It's nice. Yeah. I love it. Very, very cool. Alright, so the reason we have Kevin here is because he is a guru on luxury lifestyle. Um, I'm, I'm calling this segment and, and this slot that we're going to be having once a month the good life. Cause that's what Kevin does is he brings us all the good stories from the good life. And, uh, Kev, what do you have for us today? Well, yeah, I mean, there really is, you know, being, being from, like I say, every time I come here, being from a luxury lifestyle background, I am very fortunate to be submersed in that world of luxury and lifestyle and, and cool living. Um, and what I thought about doing today was, was looking at luxury lifestyle from an African point of view. Yes. Um, because funny enough, all eyes are on Africa at the moment when it comes to luxury. And, um, for example, I mean, my, the, the first thing that I'd really like to tell you listeners about today is a game lodge out in Mpopo called Royal Malewane. Um, as part of the Royal portfolio, they own uh, a couple of hotels. One is in Hermanus called Birkenhead House. Um, the other one is in France called La Residence. Mm-hmm. Um, Royal Malawane is awesome. Apparently, Elton John and Bono call it their home at least once a year. Wow. Um, and the reason being is because the main suite sleeps three people and goes for 70,000 rand a night. <laughs> Not one seven, seven oh. So it's, it's super cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's when they're feeling, you know, like not splashing out too much. Um, but that aside, I mean, obviously there's, there's other kinds of accommodation there that are a little bit more price sensitive. But, yeah. um, what I liked, I, I was very lucky to, to visit it the other day. Um, and it's just one of your quintessential bespoke lodge offerings that whoa, isn't whoa, 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 a, whoa. You yes. went there the other day. Yes. Did you, did you stay in the big 70? 70- I did. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kevin. I did. I did. For one night. For Can one we night. have your job? Sure. <laughs> I would, that, that is absolutely incredible. It was. It was, was an it, experience. Was it worth 70,000 rand a night? Without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. The, the chalet yeah. or the lodge is a house. It's a two bedroom, two bathroom luxury house. You have a butler on 24 hours a day. You have your own game ranger and own game vehicle. So you're not, you know, going to be shot, have your ranger shouting at a tourist like there was the other day. You I saw that, you that saw video? That. Yeah. You got so angry with the German tourist. <laughs> it stormed off. That's crazy. So you're, you're by yourself on a, on a van and you can, you know, you, you're not going to be irritated by any foreigners. Um, it's just, it's great. It's so understated, which is what I like about it. And obviously that's why big celebrities like going there. There's no kind of, you know, big hoo-ha about it being, um, a very fancy place or very expensive place. Um, you know, it really is, it's a, it's a, it's a, an understated chilled lodge that works well. Um, obviously it comes with all of the luxuries like a spa, um, really, really cool restaurants, very, very good wine menu, all of that. So that works well. Um, game lodging, I think is, uh, is something that South Africa and Africa can be very proud of. Yeah. It's our heritage and, um, <laughs> nothing like that in the world exists except for on this continent. So for the Royal Portfolio to put something like this together, I think, uh, works very, very well for people looking for a little bit of a cut above. And it's in Limpopo. In Limpopo. You're right, right on the, on the border of the Kruger National Park. How, uh, how far is that if you have to drive from Joburg? About four or five hours. Okay. Yeah, depending on what car you're in. Can I get in there for like one night on, at a 70,000 rand room? 
I will try for you. Maybe maybe just put a good word in there. Be yeah. like, we'll do the show from the lodge. Yeah, I'm sure they'll love it. That'll let's be, see. Let's organize. Amazing. Um, okay, so that is our luxury travel, which yeah. um, for international and local. Well, international, I suggested, well, I, I've, I put down here, and I just want to mention it very quickly. There's a place in Mozambique that I also went to last year called the White Pearl Resort. Yes. Um, that's on the, kind of on the border of South Africa and Mozambique, Ponta Mamoli. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous place. It really is. It's also one of those places that's understated, but just beautiful. And what I want to quickly t- say about that, I mean, you can, you can Google White Pearl Resorts to your heart's content. It's, it's on my website. Um, I went swimming with dolphins there, which was probably one of my top five experiences ever in my career, in my job, in my life. But, but Kevin, that's a, that's a bucket list for anybody. Yes. But like for real. Well, it wasn't really for me, Brent, to be honest. I kind of thought, yeah, it would be nice to do. And, was lucky to do it there, um, where these guys are so respectful of the dolphins, their behavior. You can't really bother them. Obviously, not a lot to touch them. But these guys are obsessed with human beings. And for some, I think because of the respect that's been created there, you know, you can jump in the water and they have no fear. They will come right up to you with their, with their young ones, look you in the eye, because bear in mind they're, they're mammals. I needed to wrap my head around that, is that they, they're like you and me. They just swim. Um, you know, they think and they, they interpret well, they, and they, analyze. It, it, in the intelligence level, like the EQ level, I think they're like number two on yeah. the list or something. So yeah. Then. And you can see that, you, you know, you can really pick it up when you're there. Um, the, the resort itself is beautiful. I mean, it's a, it's a tropical, amazing, whitewashed, sandy beach resort and just go and visit it. But, but especially for swimming with the dolphins. And what's so nice is that you know that, um, their habitat and their lives aren't being disrupted through this, this kind of version of ecotourism, which is what kind of hit home for me very nicely. And that's in Mozambique. Mozambique. Yeah. That's you can incredible. drive up through Cozy Bay, South Africa into Mozambique. Take a four by four though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get stuck in Mozambique yeah, in your little no BMs. You know, that's no, not going to happen. Um, okay, we're going to get back into your, your list now. Um, okay. it's 22 and I don't want to miss the opportunity. Last week I spoke about the, the bring your own brick campaign. Yes. Which they started in Cape Town with regards to all the fires. Uh, it, for those of you that might not know, Cape Town was devastated by all these fires that really took over, um, for a long time. And uh, it was incredibly sad to see the destruction that, that came from it. But out of that and out of these horrible moments, there is always hope and there's inspiration. And we've got a gent on the line who's called in from Cape Town. Um, Warren, how are you doing? Good and you. It's great to have you on the show. Um, I just need to fix my levels here so we can all hear you. Uh, okay. You're all the way in Cape Town today. How's the weather out there? Weather is awesome today as always. I'm always jealous of everybody in Cape Town because it is amazing. It is amazing. Um, I want to know, you, I mean, you started this cause and we'll get into it now. Uh, can you tell us more about this and what it is that you are doing? Um, so we basically, we're a group of friends, we all work together. And during the fire, we saw a need to try and help people, try and help people rebuild um, what they've lost. And how how are you doing that? I mean, you're a bunch of friends. What is the what is the well, idea? The idea basically started. We were we a bunch of builders, plumbers, electricians. Uh, we all work in property companies in and around Cape Town. And um, we went up. I mean, the first the first thing we saw was the, the Collins House at the top. And when uh, my one of my partners, friends, went up to go look at it, he said, "You know, we've got to do something. We've got to do something to help." And he's, his wife actually turned, turned the phrase, bring your own brick. 
Um, and we started from there just to say, you know what, if we are how many people in Cape Town, if we can each bring a brick, we can all stand together and help these people rebuild. And that's, it's amazing to see that in a time of such devastation that the whole of Cape Town has come together and, uh, and that people are wanting to get on board. We, we've been seeing it in Joburg with everybody getting on board, sending food parcels during the process. It's amazing that you've created this platform where people can assist. Uh, you kicked it off on Facebook. How has the response been from a social media point of view? The response has been awesome. I mean, we've been, we, we posted, I think it was on the Tuesday, the first day, and within minutes we had people pledging bricks, pledging money, pledging supplies. Um, we've had companies across Cape Town. Um, one of the big companies, Fifth Properties, is backing us now as well. Um, That's incredible. We've had companies like Cape Brick just latching onto it on the, on the Facebook and just building it from there. And then we, we went from just posting on my Facebook with all my friends and it's now we've started our own page, and the people are just responding all the time. What What are those details to the page so we can get people to go through and, and look at it? The page is on Facebook under Bring Your Own Brick. Um, there's Bring Your Own Brick Campaign or Bring Your Own Brick Foundation. Um, or they can just look for me, uh, Warren Knight, on Facebook, and there will be a link on there to, to the page as well. All right, we're going to repost all of those links so that people can get in touch and they can get involved. Uh, just before we close off, what does the organization really need? Is it physical bricks or is it more than that? Is it skills? Is it expertise? It, it's everything. It's everything we can we can get. I mean, we're not going to uh, – we've got sand, we've got bricks, we've got plumbing fittings, we've got clothes, we've got children's toys. People, it, it, it started off as a brick and it's expanded to so much more. Um, whatever we can get, we will find a place because it's not only about the car, it's not only about Constantia, it's about the whole of Texas. I mean, one of the first responses we got was for the families in Kailicha that lost their homes in November. We're getting there. We want to help. We want to get to as many people as possible. So we open to anything that's coming in. We are really grateful for every single little bit that comes in. That is absolutely phenomenal. And uh, I'm inspired by the work that you're doing. It is really, really Thank incredible. You Thank you for being Thanks on the show. I'm going to tweet all of those links. We'll also put it up on our Facebook. And hopefully, with uh, Bring Your Own Brick, we'll be able to, to change the world one brick at a time. Thanks a lot, Ben. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Warren. We'll chat soon. Ciao. That's really phenomenal what he's done. Sorry, I interrupted the segment, but he was no, on the phone, yeah. and uh, I just wanted to get into touch with him. We we featured him last week, and the story really touched my heart. It's when people are making a difference with what they have right now. Mm. That is something phenomenal. Yeah. And giving up their time, you know, because time, I think, is also one of the most valuable resources that you can contribute to. So, you know, these, these guys who just willingly give of their time. Um, to do something like this and it's needed down it's there needed. Yeah. right so we'll retweet all of those links and they're doing the good stuff down in Cape Town it's very exciting uh, we're going to get back into the good life now and what do we have up next well from my side um, up next I want to talk about a really cool little gym that I saw in Bromfontein um, this weekend and I think it's been around for a while but it was one of the first times that I've been and it's a little sp- a spot called anti-establishment don't know if you've heard about it. Are you joking? <laughs> Are you joking? I, a couple of weeks ago, I went, I got invited to a birthday dinner at a jazz club called the Orbit Room. Yes. And it was fantastic. The dinner was amazing. The food, it felt very Manhattan mm. because our, our Uber dropped us off 
right outside the door. We walked in. It's in the middle of town. And, yeah. and for those of you that might not know Johannesburg, I mean, we haven't really been into town. <laughs> they, they're doing this upliftment now, um, which is just phenomenal. So yeah. into the restaurant. The food was crazy. It was really good. The service was amazing. And then we went up to the jazz bar. And within a matter of moments, I realized that I really hate jazz. <laughs> so so it, did, it didn't go down well. I, I think I finished my drink there. It sounded like they were tuning their instruments uh, for like a good half an hour. Yeah. They weren't actually getting to anything. So we left there and we landed up at anti-establishment. Yeah. How cool is that place? Eh? I, w- I was there till I think three or four in the morning. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah. I just love that whole precinct, that Bri- that um, Bromfontein precinct at the moment. I mean, it really is just being done up. You've got neighbor goods market, you've got kitcheners, you've got great day. There's so much happening there. Um, we, we went in on an afternoon, a Saturday afternoon to, to anti-establishment and they, they're playing deep house tunes it's and amazing. it's just relaxed and it's really, really good food and obviously craft beer. And I just looked around and you're so right. It's, it's Manhattan-esque. Yes. You know, you feel like you're in New York, but you feel like you're in Africa in the same sense. Um, and it's different types of people kind of mingling with different types of people and enjoying the music and enjoying a couple of cocktails. And it really is, you know, I, I love Joburg. I love the inner city. The parts of it are obviously no-go zones, but parts of it are really, really impressive. And um, that little spot, I think, is a, is a, a little gem. Did you taste the fireball? No. Okay, so when I was in the States uh, two years ago, Everybody was drinking Fireballs, and that, that's that song by Pitbull. Yes. Fireball. <laughs> so that's where it comes from. It's actually cinnamon-flavored whiskey, oh. which we haven't been able to... And again, I was in America two years ago. Yeah. We haven't seen it anywhere here. Here in South Africa, we're more about the caramel vodka or mm. whatever's going on. Mm. And um, at anti-establishment, they've got Fireball. They've got okay. fireball whiskey. It is amazing. So what, do you have it as a shot? Or? It's a shot. Okay. It's a shot. Yeah. And it tastes amazing and it gets the party going. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, so well, I'm definitely time. going back. So I'll, I'll, I'll try a fireball the next time I go next there. Time. Good fun. Good fun. Yeah. So that's anti-establishment in the middle of town. Yes, that is amazing. And then I'm going to do quite a, a broad swing to, to my, my second last must have good, the, the part of the good life. Um, and that's skincare. <laughs> we have to touch on skincare. This is important. Yes. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, especially guys, kind of go, oh, please, man, we don't need skincare. We, we've got our Nivea face wash and that's enough. I was very lucky enough to be taken to Environs um, offices here in Joburg where they gave me this really, really cool facial where they put this heavy clay on your face and then attach it to all kinds of electrodes and pass an electric current through your body. And it does all kinds of, of, of mad things to your to your skin. Um, but moreover, their products, aside from the facial, that's a, that's a must have if you want to and, and go for it. But their products coming up for winter, especially in Johannesburg, are amazing. They have let me try them out, um, you know, for, for guys and girls. And what's so nice about Environ is that it's not gender specific. They don't have a men's range and a woman's range. Anybody can use it. It's not, um, in a nice bright pink package, packaging or anything. It's, it's very classy, very nice packaging. So you'll be, Stoked to use it in the gym if you need to. Not emasculating in any way. And it's good for your skin. It is amazing. It's packed with, with what they call, um, is their key ingredient, which is vitamin A. Um, there's different levels of vitamin A that you, you actually need to go to a specialist and get almost a prescription of Environ to suit your skin type. Oh, wow. Um, and it really, it, 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 and the reason why I wanted to include it is because it's a South African doctor who, who, who formulated the, the, the range. Amazing. Um, and he's done so well. I mean, this, this product competes with, um, all of your big names and is sold in markets 
around the world. Uh, and here in South Africa, we can proudly call it ours. Um, I think it is important, and you've just touched on it there. A lot of people think that, they, that it might not be. But if you don't look after that, your face is your business card. Yes. And your face is in the sun. Yeah. And your face is bearing the wind yeah. and the, the elements. Mm. It's, it's the elements. And the dryness. And, and for a guy, I mean, uh, you know, I don't shave that often, but when I do, it's torture. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I've started using this environment, it's uh, one of their, one of their ranges is, is called the Be Active range. And it's got tea tree oil in it. Um, and you can actually shave with either the face wash or the moisturizer. And it's, it's, Amazing. You that know, you don't incredible. feel, you don't feel the pain. You don't feel, and your skin feels good and looks good. Um, so guys, you know, it's 2015. <laughs> get, you can actually start using skincare products. Get there's the there's nothing wrong with it. And, and this, this range really is something quite fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And the last point that, uh, that we're going to get to on the good life today. Yes. Um, I've called it, this isn't really an African story, but we can, we can lump the Middle East here with Africa, is that's what I, I like to call the fight of the airlines. Um, and I came across this morning actually, just before I, before I got here, Etihad Airlines, obviously Abu Dhabi's, um, flagship airline has now on their A380, which is that big jumbo jet that. Is it the double one? Yeah. Yes. The okay. full double cabin. I mean, you look at that thing, you don't think it's ever going to get off the ground. And, and it, you does. Know, it does. It does. Somehow. And it's dead silent when you fly on it. Um, they've started what they call Etihad's The Residence, which is a three-bedroom suite for two people on on a flight. What? Yeah. So these flights are starting from Abu Dhabi to London. Um, like I say, two guests travel together. You've got your own butler. You've got your own in-flight chef. Um, and it's a lounge with a nice little leather couch and a nice big TV, plus a bedroom, plus a full bathroom with a shower. So... All of a sudden, it makes traveling a little bit easier. I, I want to go and that. <laughs> yeah, like, that's so the only I. way that we should be traveling. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't be doing it any other yeah. way. Because can you imagine the, the difference between that and you know your your cattle class where you're sitting next to all kinds and um, squashed you know, in I there. just traveled somewhere on my leather couch, <laughs> watching my huge TV, and I took a shower at thirty thousand feet. That is um, crazy. But it's you know it, it, this is all an add-on of what's going on in the in especially in in that kind of of sect of of flying. Um, you've got your Emirates, your Etihad, all, all of your big airlines now, British Airways, competing for the ultimate in luxury travel or luxury air travel. Um, British Airways has their own kind of first-class cabin, but this is really taking it to the next level. out of this world. Um, you know, and celebrities, I think, are going to love it because they can kind of go, you know, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here and put me in my own suite for the flight. And put me, g- give me my lounge <laughs> and my butler. <laughs> yeah, and my chef. I'm hungry. <laughs> that's amazing. So, that's very cool. Do we, do we know prices? Like, what is it going to go at? I tried looking it was it was literally the, I think the release went out about a couple of days ago, so I don't know yet. The inaugural flight is is still to take place between Abu Dhabi and London. Um, I would say it probably won't be anything short of best guess eighty thousand rand. Well, for for those I don't know those listeners that are part of Etihad and just feel that they do need a bit of a amplification and to be put on a platform, Kevin and I would be. I mean, we could do it. We yeah, put ourselves we'll, through it. We'll, we'll take one for oh, the team, if we have I think to. So. Yeah, if we have yeah. to. Yeah, and then uh, and then of course go and visit Abu Dhabi in London. I mean, why not? <laughs> Done. Torture. Tick Sounds the like box, torture. Tick the box. You did have one other point that I wanted to that I wanted to just touch on. Yes. Uh, Stain City. Yes. Yeah. What? Now, Stain City launched officially about two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Yes. And you can actually move in there now. I rode um, through it. Did you? Yeah. When I did the 94.7, the last leg was um, through the the actual 
Uh, so for those of you that don't know, that's a big cycle race <laughs> yeah. in, in Johannesburg where you travel around Joburg really long, really hard. It's actually disgusting. Um, <laughs> but I'll do it again this year because I do it for charity. And uh, you drove the, – the last leg of it was through Stain City. And the place – I mean, it's palatial. Mm. It is just out of this world. Yeah. It, it's, it's kind of the next level in living. You know, it really is just taking how we live to, to a different space. It's three times the size of Monaco. Yeah. It's a completely gated community. There's going to be a private hospital in there, private schooling, uh, two private shopping centers. I think that can be accessed by public. I think it's on the outskirts. I think it can. Yeah. Yeah. There's then, offices in, inside as well. And yeah. then they've got the apartment complex mm-hmm. the uh the like cluster and then, and the, then the freestanding housing, housing yeah, yeah. which are all ridiculously overpriced well they are yes but having said that look at what you're getting you look never at have what to you're leave getting. you never have to leave and there's something for everything in, in everyone so if you want a one-bedroom apartment you know there's something in stain city it's not like your other big residential estates and only look after are just the big houses tech. yeah i would having said that and i think it's wonderful and it, it caters to a certain individual and that's great I could never live there because I don't think that I would ever leave. And that makes me sad, you know, because there's so much Because you'd just be living in your triangle. You know, you can run, they're building a forest. So in 10 years time, there's going to be a forest that you can run run through. through. It's got like an 80 kilometer mountain bike track, a 40 kilometer running trail. It's got the horse paths. Yes. You can take your horses for a run. Yeah. So there's all of that. and, And plus your hospitals and schools and shops. Why leave? But why not leave? Yeah. So, so yes, I think it's incredible. And I think, uh, I think Mr. Doe Stone is leaving a, a, an, a, an amazing legacy, you know, when in 10, 15, 50 years time, when it's finally all built and all done, I think it really is going to be incredible. Um, obviously it's a sign of our times that we live in that they've got to build these kinds of estates, but it's, it's still something to marvel over. I think it's amazing for the area. Yes. Um, for the whole of that four ways. I mean, they, they uplifted the whole of William Nickel. Yeah. Which is, uh, sorry, Nikki Abbott has just sent a message going, you don't take horses for a run. <laughs> Which, uh, what do you take them for then? For yeah, if you, a ride or a gallop. Do you take them for a, a, a trot? A, a trot? Do you trot your horses? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Or canter. <laughs> I can do this, I can do the sound. I can't do anything else. You just take them for a ride, she okay. says. Nice. Um, thanks, Nix. Thanks for getting in touch. You can run next to your horse while it rides. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so stay, yeah, I don't know if I'd want to live there either, actually, because I wouldn't want to be housebound forever. Yeah. It's, it, it's going to be incredible. I mean, you see, you see, uh, what's it? Palazzo Stain, his house. It's insane. And it's, it literally is a palace. You it's know, worth scary. 250 million yeah. rand. Yeah. His little home. Little home. And the clubhouse is amazing as well. There's actually a, a new article up on the site now on Tyler magazine that, that kind of showcases a bit of, of what it looks like. Um, and it, it yeah, it's, it's, it, it really is. It's something to, to kind of, Wow over And I do think that It's going to be very popular I was saying It's great for the area Because the infrastructure um, They fixed up William Nickel They're going to be Fixing up Cedar next yeah. Which is the other side The shopping centers Just around the area Are fixing themselves mm-hmm. up um, And also The the nature Because they've built All these inside Stain City They've put the owl boxes The bat boxes yeah. the, bir- the bird life They're bringing that All the nature 
into the area. Yeah, awesome. And that's, that's great. And also what I thought about is, is in 20 years now, from now, you're looking at Pretoria and Joburg kind of merging and Stain City is probably going to be in the, in the center of in it the all. center of it all. Um, you know, you, like you say, William Nickel Drive used to be a, a tiny little piddly rural road. Almost. It was a horrible. horrible. And it's been horrible for two years while they've been upgrading it. But now that it's done, they, uh, they're still not finished. Oh, are they not? They, they finished the actual roads and like the road works are done, but none of the roads have got um, traffic lights yet. Uh, okay. So it's still the stop and go and yeah. the intersections are really big and they're a little bit confusing and I just I just want them to be done. Yeah. I want to be like for me William Nickel is an adult version of never ending story because <laughs> it's just it's just every morning you wake up and there's something else. Yeah. Something yeah. else. I've complained before that they they do things backwards because they build the road and then they come in with the in- intersection lights. And then they scrape up the road so they can put the pads in. Yeah. And then they rebuild the road. And then they break this so they can put that. It's just continuously yeah. changing. Yeah. No, it does. Do everything at once. Mm. And do it fast. And now when it, when it's done, it's going to be four lanes on either side. It's going yeah. to be epic. And then it's going to be magic. You know, then yeah. obviously problem solved, but we've had to live, live through it for three years. Well, you moved out. You used yeah. to live there and you got out. I used to live there and I used to work there right there on, on, on Mulbarton Road. Um, so in and out. Any time of the day was Take you three hours. Fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I've left, so. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Um, okay, so that's the good life for this week on The Good Stuff. And uh, we've brought you all sort of the good news that uh, luxury lifestyle can offer. If you want to hear more about all of this good stuff, the good life, where can people catch up with uh, all the content? Okay, so my magazine, tylermagazine.com, yes. T-Y-L-E-R. Um that's kind of where everything is featured, everything's focused, and, and you can go and catch up and, and have a good read there. Any exciting competitions coming up? I don't have any yet. I'm working on some really cool stuff. Okay, so um, people need to keep visiting yeah, the page. Keep, keep visiting and, and keep an eye out for it. Um, I'll, I'll drop a little hint. It's to do with a very, very cool whiskey brand. It's not your fireball whiskey. Fireball! <laughs> but maybe that's the plan. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, that's coming in the next couple of weeks or so. So look out for that. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm constantly talking to, to all of my guys who are, are willing to, to make it fun for my readers. So keep visiting, check it out. And we will. We'll keep sort of bringing you updates on what's going on. And we are, we're going to pull Schmevin. I'm not going to call him Kevin anymore. No, you guys Shmev. know him as Shmev. Yeah. Like and it. I hope in your editor's notes you write Shmev. I that's, will from now on. I from think now on. I think it's a, it's a good yeah. thing. So we'll have Schmevin next month again where we can catch up with more of the good life. This has been the good stuff this week. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Thanks for the support of the good stuff. You can catch up with more good news. Uh, I've got a Facebook page, which is Brendan DeQ. You can catch up on my Twitter, which is Brendan DeQ. You can also get all of this information at cliffcentral.com. We've got everything there, the podcasts, the info, all our other shows. Next up is The Buzz, an amazing show where you can catch up with everything uh, that's got to do with entertainment with lovely Helen and Jason. I don't know where Jason is, but Helen's here. She's already in the studio. She's going to be taking over in a second. I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, it's the last bit of my, my day. A good life is when you smile often, dream big, Laugh a lot and realize how blessed you are for what you have. It's that simple. Uh, It's been the good stuff for this week.